Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Hi, welcome to Enlightened Conversations with Karen Andrews Roberts. Um, Today I'm having a chat with a lovely young man, Scott Knight, and uh, he has such a beautiful, deep connection to his guides and to the spirit world and a real passion to uh, help people connect with what's going on in their physical bodies so that we can... uh, listen to what our physical bodies are telling us and um, bring things to the surface so that we can acknowledge them and we can uh, work through them. So I would love to introduce you to Scott. Hey Karen, how are you going? And hey everyone. Yeah. <laughs> We're good, thanks Scott. Yeah, really, really lovely to connect with you today and talk with you. And um, I'd really love to hear more about your journey because I know that you started your journey when you were really young. Mm. And um, I, yeah, I really, really love that, especially for you as a man, being able to show other men um, a, a beautiful way of connecting with your guides and knowing that this is something you started when you were a young boy and that you've continued to today. So I think it's a really beautiful reminder for many, many people. Um, And I think it's really beautiful for men too who can relate to another man on a spiritual journey. Yeah, so my um, journey did start when I was very young. So I was around, well, from memory, uh, I'm not too sure exactly how young I was when it all started coming together, but I always did have a very strong connection with my higher self and my guides. Um, And I've always been directed to becoming more, a more conscious being. Um, That's the overall thing that I've I've been working on through my life journey. Um, So from what I can remember, I started listening to my guides about meditation and universal knowledge when I was about 10 years old. Um, And the first thing that I learned about was the no point or nothingness. Um, And then seeing how all of creation comes from this point. Um, And then as I evolved in, um, I did mainly contemplating uh, meditations to start off with. And then it went into working with the energy body. So I got to a certain point of uh, knowing within myself uh, to then be able to expand my consciousness enough that I could feel the energy body. Um, and then once I started to be able to feel the energy body, I could engage with my body on an energy level, which meant that I could travel through my body and um, expand my consciousness throughout my whole entire body. And the first meditations that I learned were to uh, see where blocks were in the body and to clear them um, and then just to move on and, and then you know, build up from there. So uh, when I got a little bit older, I thought I might be able to help some people out uh, with what what I've learned. Uh, So I started doing healings on people, uh, which was just basically bringing the the conscious perception to points that I've found in their body um, and then 
uh, help them work through that block uh, just by bringing the energy to that place. Uh, and then when you stimulate the energy, um, it brings consciousness to it and then the body can start to work with it. Uh, and then the, you get the release, you get the acknowledgement that what's there is there. Then so the person who uh, I'm working with can see what's there, which is often the point we just miss it all the time. We don't know what's there. So we don't know why we're having the issues that we're having. So yeah, it's basically just identifying with, with what's there that we're not looking at. And yeah, I really agree with you too, Scott, where, um, you know, bringing consciousness to it and you are someone that learned at such a young age to connect with your higher self, to connect with your guides, to meditate. And um, to me, this is the key for mm. our happiness that uh, we're not just a physical body. We're actually an energetic body or a soul in a physical body with many, many layers. Mm. And we need to address those and um, care for us ourselves on every level. So mind, body, spirit, um, mm. the physical, you know, every level needs to be cared for and nurtured and connected to. And so uh, I feel that this is where a lot of people um can be finding that they get a bit stuck because they don't have that connection mm. to their soul and uh, i find it quite amazing that you learnt that at such a young age and um you know it's beautiful that you've been able to develop it and still be such a young man and so connected and yeah using it daily yeah i think the the benefit that i have was is was establishing that strong connection at such a young age because I find now that you have more stress and more problems in your life, just listening becomes so much harder because you have so many things that you're doing in your life. It's such a big distraction. So it's hard to just listen. Um, and when you're, you know, a younger person, the distractions or the things you're dealing with in your day to day life are very minimal in comparison to an adult life. Uh, so i by learning what I learned, uh, well, learning how to listen, basically, uh, when I was younger and, and being able to tune to my guidance and to my guides and my higher self, um, it's really just given me massive advantages in my life now because when things come in, I can just listen so clearly. It's just like a person's talking to me, not really outside, like, but I can just hear it very clearly that I'm not getting muddled up in the messages that I'm getting. Um, and I think that helps with um, making intuitive decisions um, and just feeling into, feeling into things, whether it's right for you or not right for you, or if it's going to be dysfunctional for you, or if it's not. And that can lead down to the smallest decisions to like, what I'm, if I eat this, well, that is going to be beneficial. You know, it's just, you know, it works on all levels. Um, and because you're mainly interacting with your higher self, it, it doesn't matter what you ask. It doesn't matter what you're looking at. It's, it's beneficial or not beneficial to self. And, and that's what the overall outcome needs to be. So, yeah, it's just, it's good that I've formed that relationship. And that's what I'm trying to teach people now is to form a relationship with their body and with their energy body, with their higher selves and with their guides um, to listen, to listen and to get answers and to ask questions 
um, and what questions to ask around different issues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love all that. And uh, I, I really have been talking about this with people lately that we, we seem to learn things backwards growing up. A lot of us that, uh, that it, things are outside of ourselves. That's where we're going to be happy. You know, we do really well and study hard and get a really good job and, uh, you know, bring in lots of money and have a nice house and lots of outside things. Whereas I find myself, I've come back to, from all of that, to a place of actually my happiness is the most important thing mm. and connecting well how do I get happy I get happy through connecting with my higher self because that is the part of me that knows happiness that knows love that knows expansiveness that knows what I'm here to do this life and has messages um, for my for myself on how to address issues in my body in my life mm. So I think that, yeah, that, that connecting is so important with our soul and, um, yeah, find that happiness comes from that and that's our main objective to do that first and everything else will come. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, what, like, what are you here to do? Um, like finding your essence and, and what it is you're here to do and that's where the listening comes in so important because like you said on the external world you're given all these options and all these choices and everything that you can do possibly and all this advice from external people uh, saying you know you should probably go down this track or this track or this track but if you can't listen into uh, what your body's telling you what your energy influence is telling you then you're not going to know what's in line with you and then so if you take on external things and say, okay, I'm going to become this and then you start doing it and then you realize that it's really not making you happy. It's because you haven't figured out how to listen to what it is that you need to be doing. Um, and it's very tricky listening to the body because it's not being taught um, in mainstream anything. Um, you have to really go to some sort of class or something, you know, to, to learn this. And there's many things out there and they all teach different ways of doing it. It's just what resonates with the person at the time, I guess. Uh, but it is something that I think as a, you know, a society we need to start doing at least is learning how to connect in with ourselves to see what inspires us, what um, energy comes up for, and then to make actions on these, on these things. Uh, and that's what can be quite difficult as well because when we're taking action from ourselves, it puts all the responsibility on what we're doing on in life on us. And, it, you know, with the system that we've got now, you know, we can say, well, this person is giving me a job to do so I can go and do that job. And I'll take these actions, but I'm not really held 100% accountable for my actions. Um, I work for this company and, and you know, it, it, it just dissipates the 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 responsibility but when you're working from yourself every action that you take you're fully responsible for so i think there's there's a few things that need to be looked at but i think the power of acting from the self far outweighs you know uh just going off and working for someone else or you know not not being from yourself yeah if that makes sense yeah it makes absolute sense and um, you know, I was just seeing as you were talking that, yeah, for many of us when we're born, 
um, for many of us, many of our parents and, you know, the generations that came before, um, well, they've passed down what they knew. And, um, and a lot of that may not have had anything about being happy or connecting with the soul. So, you know, we're born and we just get further and further away from who we really are and outside of ourselves. And, uh, yeah, I guess what I've been learning to do is come more and more back into myself and, and live from that part and exactly what you're saying that, yeah, that, that's where it all stems from and that connection and, uh, everything else is very empty if we ha don't have that connection to our higher self uh, mm. everything else does feel very empty uh, that's the part of us that can fill us up and can heal past wounds and guide us on where we're meant to be going and so um, yeah yeah that's that's right and I think people go and go to classes uh, so that, that's how they learn how to do this if they haven't learnt it growing yeah. up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so the, the things that I find are challenging when you're doing this is the body talks in a different language than what we're used to and it's all about feelings and emotions and that can be a big obstacle, especially being brought up as a male in, in the Western world, um, to feel your emotions and to feel what you're driven to do and to, to have a relation with your body in, a feel, in your feelings, you know what I mean? Um, a lot of our culture, you know, sort of uh, shuns that, like, you know, as, as a male, um, you know, if you're in your feelings, you're a bit of a girl or, you know, if you're emotional um you, you know there's a lot of stuff especially when you're at school about that and a lot of bullying and stuff goes along which which makes men uh detached from that and they become very desensitized and they become very mental and so they become very detached from their emotions or what their body is saying to them and then they come up against like problems like they might have knee problems or back problems or all this sort of stuff later in their life because all they can all they can do is just feel what's going on up here. They're totally detached from their bodies or what emotions they're feeling or what's happening. And then they're just moving forward in their life through their mind, which creates so much resistance throughout the whole entire body because it's not in line with the body, it's not in line with their purpose. And then they get all this dysfunction. And that's the sort of people that I... Uh, tracked and treat um, is people that have gone through their life completely ignoring their body and then they've come up with all this dysfunction and they can't fix it because they're not dealing with what's going on inside so then I just take them through the process <laughs> take them back into the body take them back into the body show them what's there let it come up let them realize it and let it release and then teach them how to then reconnect in with the body so they can have a communication with the body so that they don't bring in new dysfunctions because it just it's a continuing thing and it's a very hard thing to teach um, because you have to break people's habits and the habits can be that I just live my life this way that's how I've done it all my life but that way of living is what's created all the dysfunction so you know it's it's a big process but uh, it's a worthwhile one 
It is a worthwhile one and it can be easy and it's really unlearning, as you say, habits, things that have become habits and we can unlearn them and it can be an easy process. It doesn't have to be hard. Um, it, it is just learning new habits and it is about being consistent with those on a daily basis. And mm. um, I think, you know, what you say about men is so true. And uh, I know that for us in our family that we're, we live very consciously and uh, that was something that was very important to us um, for our son. Mm. Um, and also our three daughters, we're all very, we talk about emotion and feelings and I guess because I've been on my spiritual path for 20 something years that my kids have all grown up with this and yeah. listening to our bodies and talking to our higher selves and meditating and all sorts of beautiful processes that keep us connected and um, yeah, for our son, um, well, our son's obviously had some beautiful healing work with you and mm. um, ha has a beautiful connection with you and he is very connected to his body and I guess that's really important for us, for him becoming a man, that he stays and stays in that connection and keeps that and, uh, you know, his life is driven from that that he'll always listen to his intuition and know what's right for him yeah it's a it's a very powerful tool the intuition to making very key uh de decisions in life and being able to make the right decisions especially when they're big decisions to intuitively feel in you know does this feel right it's it's a very simple process you can just feel it in your body it's just like if i make this decision decision your body goes or if i make this decision it goes ah oh. you're like oh well that's a pretty easy decision to make but when you're mentally thinking at it that decision that's like oh that's the best decision can seem like the stupidest decision that you could possibly make you know and the decision that makes you feel terrible inside could be the smartest best way you know that you it often happens that way but you find that the people that make the, the intuitive-based intuitive decisions, um, they just live a smoother, happier life. And the people who make decisions, I call them fear-based decisions. Every mind, every um, decision that's made with the mind is is mainly made out of fear of survival of, of what what is the best thing to do. You know, it's all sort of fear-based. And then you sort of start to just have a fear-based life. <laughs> You know, every decision you make uh, through the mental pathways becomes sort of slightly fear-based or dramatically fear-based, just depending on the situation. Um, and then you, you start to get the contraction in the body, which a lot of people have, and they get the tension and the build-up of tension, and then they get the migraines and the neck pain and the back pain and all the tightness in their hips. And you can just sort of, you, you can see their thoughts their thought train when you see these things happening in their body um they're not going from the intuitive side they're going with their mental mental decision making and the mental decision making does come into you know use on certain decisions but it's just not a, a tool that you should use throughout your whole entire life especially with your life's path uh, maybe things like should i buy it? which tv should i buy i can you know document and and look at these different forums and you know let your mind go crazy with that sort of stuff 
or you know you could just go intuitively what's going to be the best tv and if you're good enough at feeling you'll find the right one but you know it doesn't really matter yeah so so true and you know with what you were saying with that mental thinking as well that when when we are really disconnected from our higher self and who we intrinsically are life does seem really hard it does seem really overwhelming um and it feels like that's who we are mm. it's very it engulfs you um and so that's why i'm saying with healing that it can be really simple because we step out of the part of us that makes things difficult, which is the ego that sees the problems and the issues and the limitations and why this won't work and I'm not good enough and what will they think of me? When we step out of that part into our soul, you're automatically connected to a stream of love, of knowing, of calmness, of ease and grace. Mm. And, and that doesn't mean that life is going to flow really easily and nothing bad will ever happen. It just means that you follow your intuition through your life. You connect with your inner being and you make those decisions, so in, those intuitive-based decisions, and things do flow more easily. And even in the moments that we feel are really hard or really challenging, you have, you have a part of you on board that can navigate it so much more lovingly and with so much more ease and grace. But you have no awareness of that until you connect in with it. And so that's why, you know, I think the trauma and, and all of that stuff that's happened in our lives, we can actually heal easily, mm. with ease and grace and gentleness. We don't need to go back into the trauma. When we connect with the part of us that knows love, we can heal in a really beautiful way and move forward in a beautiful way. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, yeah, you're right. And so, Scott, have you found, like, through your connection with people doing healing, um, because you are a male who is so connected and so enlightened, but do you attract more males to you or women? You know, it could be women coming to you wanting to help with the males in their life as well. Who do you find comes and sees you? I get a mix of both female and male, are pretty even really. Um, the people that come to me normally are the people who have tried everything and they just they need some real help uh, and they've, they've not received any help with anything they've done and they cannot understand why that they're, they've not received help, um, the actual help that's helped them with their issue. And normally <laughs> I hear it a lot is, I wish I found you six years ago. I wish I found you when this all started, you know, because they've been through so much, you know, so much going to this person doing these treatments or going to the doctors having surgery doing this doing that you know and it, it just wears wears them down and then um they come to a person like me and i look into them and then i go well look right here this is what we're actually dealing with and because the body expresses itself in such a strange way to us um you may have never found it 
you may never have found that spot if you weren't trained in how to find it. Um, and once that spot's found and I bring them into that spot and then we can release it, this the energy releases through them and everyone has a different experience. Some have like electric feelings shooting from head to toe or some have like just, or it's a variety. Some people just feel warm. Some people feel feathers brushing up and down them. You know, I think it's their expression of the release that comes through. Um, but the problem dissolves. And that's the thing. And I have so many people uh, who, you know, I've seen throughout, you know, a, a progressional time. And I'll, I'll say to them, because, you know, you work on the, the, the very top layer issues, which are the, the ones that are seen most, and then you sort of work right down into the core to then dissipate it completely. Um, and on their journey, I ask them, you know, what do you, do you come here to see me for in the first place? And they often don't remember because it's completely gone from their body. They're just like, uh, no idea. And I'll be like, remember that back pain that you were suffering from that you couldn't get rid of? And they'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's gone. It's no longer in their life. Their body's moved on. It's not in their energy makeup. Um, they don't have it. But they have the mental memory of it. And they have the suffering that they went through in the past. Sometimes it needs to be brought back up because um, people tend to live in the future a lot of the time. So, you know, if they're not dwelling in the past, they'll forget completely all about it, <laughs> which is great. But um, it is always best to keep going to get that core issue. And um, what, I'm, what I'm discovering now is it's not a matter of getting rid of it. It's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a core um, sort of like, that's a place where the body speaks to you from. It's like maybe like a chakra or, or the energy from the chakra. That's the communication part that you need to build up that communication level with. Uh, and once you are able to establish that communication level, then when it sends out those signals, it could be emotional feeling or anything, uh, you know that it's there and then you can go, okay, I'm feeling this, this means I need to go into it or feel into it or what actions am I doing wrong or what am I running from or, you know, all this sort of stuff. And then the dysfunction won't come up again, won't build up again because it takes sometimes years to build up a dysfunction like what we're talking about. And it's so, uh, the symptoms um, from the starting point are so minor that you wouldn't really figure them out until they got to a tangible feeling. Uh, and that's why I think it's so important to become so much more sensitive uh, in the body. And then you can deal with things as they come in, in that very moment, because you're connected. But uh, at the, you know, at the time we're in, disconnection is pretty common. Um, and I think that's why people like me and you are here to help people just to come into their body and, and reconnect um, and then build that up a little bit um, for the people who are searching for connection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I really love what you were just saying, yeah, about the connecting, helping people to reconnect and I think that's why you and I connected so instantly as well is because we work in a similar way of empowering people, so not here to give people the answers but here to help people connect to their own bodies and get their own sense of 
what the messages are telling them and, uh, you know, what is this saying to me? Just getting so deeply connected to and sensitive to the messages that their own body's giving them mm. that they can read them and understand them themselves. And you know, it's really important that it's, yeah, we're all about empowering people to be able to listen to their bodies themselves um, and that's, yeah, that's such a powerful thing to be able to do. And, yeah, when you were saying about uh, these blocks can take years to build up. So the healing journey, this is where it does need to be consistent and a daily new practice of connection, of nurturing, of listening to our bodies so that we can start to unravel that stuff that we've got around us that has covered up the authentic intrinsic part of us mm. yeah that's right i did have something i wanted to say and now i think i've forgotten it <laughs> i hate it when that happens um ah oh, it's totally gone if you got something to say just go for it. <laughs> well uh, I guess that, um, you know, I, it's just so lovely to meet a male like you that is really so connected. And for me, when I talk to you, because uh, my path has been such a spiritual one for so long that this is how I live in my family and this is what I, how I choose to connect with my husband, with our four kids so it's really lovely for me as a female to have a friend like you that is a male that's so enlightened that in listening to you it helps me then connect with Dan my husband more and understand you know him as a male and how his spiritual journey evolves and mm. I think that's so so helpful and uh I guess that's why you and I have decided to start running classes together soon and yeah. putting together what we both do um, for me as a female, understanding females and helping, helping women to find that balance, find that connection to empower them and mm. you doing that as well um, as a male and putting it all together and I guess that's, yeah, why we've connected so strongly and... Mm. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, and it, it brings that feminine and masculine balance in, and it brings the because I am not in a feminine body, so I don't know the feminine ways of being, um, and and you're the vice versa. So it's just the different angles that we're looking at, and we can sit and have conversations about the different issues and the different things that come up, or how a man sees things to how a woman sees things and then we can be like oh, oh it's so different or oh, it's much the same or you know different things like that i have remembered what i was going to say um, and it's i feel it's fairly important um when a person has an issue that they're looking to get rid of and i've, I've been really uh focusing on the whole getting rid of an issue or getting rid of the pain um i, I often think or say to that person, what part of yourself are you trying to get rid of? Because it's a part of their body that's trying to communicate with them and it could be their intuition. It could be some, you know, extraordinary part of themselves because we haven't fully uh, developed the human body yet with our spiritual connection with the body. 
and we're still very much in a learning process and the pain that comes up from the disconnection that we have if we're trying to if we have that mind concept of i need to get rid of this i need to take this away that is saying to your body i'm not ready for you and i want you to go away you know and i think that's it's a really we need to well i i am i'm, I'm a leader in this now <laughs> i'm changing my whole perception on that i'm i'm not seeing things as dysfunction i'm seeing things as lack of connection and i'm seeing things as when I have dysfunction come up, I, I see things as a power that I have not harnessed yet. So they're my inner powers and they're not being harnessed. And this is the dysfunction that we go through in day-to-day -day life and our pain. And it's all just the lack of connection, lack of communication and not harnessing our inner power and it coming through in disastrous ways sometimes or just niggling annoying ways. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Also, one other thing that come to me was about rhythm and routine. And we've talked about this a fair bit. Um, and a lot of uh, what's been coming to me lately, because I do channeling, so I channel in lots of information from my guides and my higher self. Uh, this is mainly for my own life. And I just spread the word about what's going on because, you know, that's just what I do. Um, rhythm and routine and the stress and the anxiety that the mind goes through and the insecurity that the mind goes through. So the mind, from what's been said to me um, and my observations, is that the mind is very insecure and it's always trying to create a future for us, even though that that future may never manifest. It just needs to have something that it's clinging to. So when you bring rhythm and routine into your life, the mind knows what you're going to do next. It doesn't have to try and create something out of nothing. It knows at 11 o'clock, we do this. At, at this time, we do this, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's always allowance for flexibility and rhythm and routine, it's depending on what's happening in the day. But I find if you give your mind the schedule, because that's how it works, it feels secure in what you're doing. And then that allows you to have more time to connect. Because the mind, if it's in feeling insecure, if you're saying, I just want to go into my body right now, it would be, it would just say to you, I'm sorry, I need time to imagine a future for myself so I can feel secure right now. Or I need to do something so that I can uh, feel like I'm being productive. So, um, you know, it, you're working with your mind's insecurities. So if you bring security to your mind through rhythm and routine, it allows you more time to come into yourself. And I think that's, that in itself is a very powerful tool for inner connection and coming into the now because that's where it's all at. Yep, yep, so, so true. And, uh, yeah, I love what you just said as well. And, again, I think that's why our paths have crossed recently too because we are in that the same, um, living the same way, having the same uh, ways of connecting spiritually and what we're wanting to do in our lives. And yes, that rhythm and routine that we've talked about and how important it is. And yeah, definitely for the mind, I think, to feel secure. I know I feel better with a routine and um, you and I have both spoken about how we get up at 5am and have a self-love, self-care routine of meditation, of exercise, of whatever it is that 
begins our day with love and connection to ourselves um, that we're we're doing that and I see with our children in our family too how important it is that uh, that we are very routine and rhythm based and that um, I see with our children that they they respond so much better children feel safe and probably like our mind they know what's happening they know what's coming and and that's all in a thing of flexibility that yes at any time you know things can happen and the routine goes out but when you know that there is a beautiful routine inbuilt and you can be flexible and flowing with that it, things do flow really well mm. Mm. so um, Scott can you just tell us before we finish up please can you let people know um, where they can contact you how they can get in contact with you um, and it's just about your business that would be great yeah so um, I do distant healing and healing from my space uh, you can get in contact with me from healingtheenergybody.com or you can look me up on Facebook as well with healing with Scott Knight um, you'll find me. Uh, yeah, but so you can either come to me, I live in Brisbane, uh, in Sanford, the Sanford area, or you can do a distant healing with me, um, either way. I've been doing lots of both, so I find them both really interactive and, you know, we get to their core issues. So, yeah, if you need to find me, that's where you can find me. Oh, thank you so much for today, Scott. I have so enjoyed doing this and uh, I just feel like I just learned so much more and, um, you know, my communication with you just allows me to uh, think bigger within myself spiritually. So I really love that, yeah, that it's just a really mutually, uh, you know, benefiting relationship in the way that we're both growing spiritually and learning about things in a different way and being able to take them into our families and you know friends and lives and then also uh, with the classes that we're going to be starting here in Sanford so yeah thank you so much no worries thank you very much for having me it was a pleasure thanks Scott bye, bye.